You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, weekly recap number 21. 21? Number 21. It's our last one, right? Last one of the year. year. Until we go into 2023. Let's go. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. And we just want to uh, hope that you guys had a Merry Christmas. Mm. And we're back delivering this podcast for you guys. We got a fire one today. Facts. We got some, obviously, we got some heavy DC news. A little late news, just because the holiday season is hard to crank them out. In certain orders, but a little late news. So DC yeah. news, and then we got one piece of MCU news. Okay. And then we are going to get ready for this. We're going to do our 2022 movies ranks. So All these right. are not just movies in general of 2022. These are movies that we, me and Nathan have ranked on this podcast, or Nathan and I, all you grammar people. Ugh. All right, anyway, that we have ranked <laughs> on this wrong? podcast, like Top Gun Maverick and Everything Everywhere All At Once. Obviously, those would be top tier, yeah. but they're not included yeah, because we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't review them. them. We saw them, but we didn't review them. Allegible. Yes, very They're true. Not so these are all very much like, you know, our DC, Marvel, Harry Potter era kind of films yeah. that we included in here. So that is to come. So first off, we're going to start right. off DC News and we'll go from there. All right. So right off the bat, uh, a sad piece of news to start off this podcast, unfortunately, and that being Henry Cavill is officially done as Superman in the DCU. Uh, um, it hurts. Um, it's a truly a sad day. I know that we'll always look at a new Superman, yeah. you know, with with bias. I'm mean, like, to be fair, what else could you have done in James Gunn's position? Like, Henry Cavill's 40, you know, and it just mm. so happens that Gunn's been tasked with just starting the new universe. Right, exactly. You know, so it just sucks because you have such a good actor who had played this character in a sucky universe. So finally, when there's a good plan, he's now kind of aged out of that. I know, and that it stinks because you know? Henry, like you said, Henry Cavill is a perfect Superman and it's so unfortunate because, I mean, it's, I understand Gunn and, and Saffron, what they're trying to do. They're trying to completely reboot the franchise, trying to make it yeah. new. As we saw the new DC Studios logo, you know, we have all the original characters. It looks cool. It looks fire. I love, like, the animated silhouettes. Yes, it looks amazing. The six. Um, yeah. Yes, the main ones. And it's just, it's very unfortunate um, because, like we said, uh, Cavill just got announced his return in October back in Black Adam, and now it's being stripped away, and he was fired again. And I just feel so bad for him because he terrible, is, he's just such a humble and kind and he loves and cares for his craft so much that I feel bad um, for him. And I know a lot of fans are so mad about this, like yeah. more so than we are um, because everybody's all, all, already like kill gun, like get rid of gun. <laughs> I hate gun. Get him nah, out of here. He's doing, the I right mean, thing. he's doing what he needs to do, but yeah. it's just really unfortunate because I would have loved to have seen Henry Cavill's Superman fleshed out better because we never really got that in his movies. Like, Man is still decent, right? Batman yeah. vs. Superman, horrible. I mean, Justice League, not good either. The Ultimate Edition, I like. Ultimate Edition is decent. And then you have Snyder Cut, which was pretty good. So, yeah. But still, we still haven't got his character the way we should have. I know. And it's really unfortunate. So I feel so bad about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand like, what Gunn's trying to do. I know. Like like you said, it's literally the worst situation possible. It's like the best decision made and terrible right. decision. Like, right. the timing, man, just so... Ah, just imagine if Cavill was like 10 years younger just starting out, know. you know, like that would be fire. But it's something like this where, you know, we want kind of those separate, maybe mm-hmm. one-off movies, you right. know. I know he probably won't do that, but, you know, rest in peace. Henry Cavill, you will be missed. We understand. But man, like you said, I feel bad. Just, I just feel bad for him. I know. I mean, it's He not, quit The Witcher, exa- I believe, Well, right? it, wasn't or, be- it wasn't because of the fact, I think they came out and said it wasn't because of the fact he was going to do DC again. It was, he quit The Witcher because... 
he read the books, he knows the video games, he knows the yeah. story, and he didn't like the way the writers were doing the character. Huh. Um, so I think that's why. Okay, he so he's like, he's definitely a nerd nerd. Like, oh, he, he's, he's, he's very he, much a nerd. Yeah, he knows his stuff. He does. He's, I mean, he's a gamer. He's nerd of all time. Oh, for sure. For sure. So it is very important. I just feel bad for him because I know he loved playing Superman and just to get like an email from Gunn. And Saffron saying, I'm sorry, man, you're not coming back. That would just that would just rip your heart out. They and better pay him a bolo. Of money. I really hope they do. I really hope they do. So rest in peace, Henry Cavill Superman. You will be missed. You will be missed. All right. Mm. So next piece of news, it's still Superman news, but it's about the DCU. Mm. And it has been announced, actually. It hasn't been like posted, but it's been announced by James Gunn that there will be a new Superman movie and he's writing it. What All do you right. think about he's that? He's writing it? He's writing it. I mean, it's fire, right? He said that he's planning on doing one about Superman's early life. Right. So he's going, it's not going to be like, an origin, not the origin, but it's going to be a younger, like, earlier version like the Batman Yeah. Was. Okay. That'd be cool. You know, just yeah. kind of figure it out and where is he? Metropolis? Right. Working it'd be, for the- be Daily Planet. Daily Planet. Very, like, Lois Lane, yeah. Lois Lane, I mean, Jimmy Olsen. I know, and I wish we had that with Henry Cavill. I know, I would have loved that. They'll, they'll go young with the actor. I'm yeah. sure he'd be great. Yeah, um, but I've already seen, of course, some fan casts already. Of course, I know that's huge news. That's, it is that's, huge news. That's big. But so I'm glad now. he's starting off with their biggest piece. You know, yes. as as he should. So as he should. So I'm that, telling you, I completely agree. That's awesome. I have full faith in the plan. I man. love that. I don't know who they're going to get to direct. My hope is still Spielberg. Yeah. Um, that would be beautiful. That would go crazy. I mean, James Gunn writing Spielberg directing. I think that would go That'd really be hard. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I would love that. And like you said, I'd love an earlier version of Superman. Get Lex Luthor. Get you know. Jimmy Olsen and mm. Perry Grant, all these other characters that yeah. go in the Daily Planet, and just this basic plot that is very grounded but yet fun. I yeah. would love that. So I'm excited mm. for that. All right. Next up, because of the news with Henry Cavill, it can be also inferred that Man- Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot are not coming back. Yeah. Um, which is sad also, but it makes sense considering what he's trying to do like now. Like I said, if you're scrapping Cavill, I'm, you know, you're wiping the whole slate clean exactly. at that point. So, exactly. I mean, I never had too much of it, an attachment to either you know, right. actor, actress. While they're great in their roles, I definitely do think they're not a Henry Cavill in right. the situation. No, now. I understand. I he understand. was only like, it felt like irreplaceable right. one. Right. He was definitely, and uh, definitely from the DC studios, you can tell from what it looks like in the picture of Aquaman, he looks definitely younger and more comic accurate. Yeah. So looks like they're leaning more into that as to Momoa. I mean, but I'm excited for that too. Yeah. But I mean, who says, you know, Momoa won't come back as Lobo. That's very true. Characters. That's very like, true. Like, Gunn will use him in some way. As, as long as he's willing to do it, right? And, yeah. um, and those things. And another thing I wanted to bring up is based off of Gunn's social media presence, you can kind of hint at certain levels of who's going to be involved in the future of DC, yeah. which is kind of weird to me because you've been like replying to fans. Yes, like exactly. <laughs> no, because on his social media, he posted the blue beetle poster hmm. and he's not really mentioned any of the rest of the movies coming out besides yeah. Blue beetle. So my question is, is that going to be a part of the greater DCU? I don't know. I mean, if no news has come out that it's been scrapped, I say as for now, it sticks with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, for blue beetle, um, you know, there probably won't be anything related to the DCU. No. So, so I that's, mean, I that's guess why not, maybe. possible. Another thing is Zachary Levi commented on one of Gunn's posts and James Gunn pinned it. So my question is, is he keeping Zachary Levi as Shazam? Mm, I hope not. <laughs> well, no, Zachary Levi's a fantastic Shazam. Yeah, so but man, the movies are going to suck. Well, <laughs> the, 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 the first one's, one's amazing. The first one's amazing. I would amazing. say amazing. I would say it, it's, it's a mediocre. It's a great movie. 
What? Um, it's a great origin. It's a phenomenal comedy. I mean, it captures the essence of the character so well. I the just, first one does. I don't think I the second one will capture it. it but I think the second one will be a terrible movie. I really yeah. do. Unless it blows us away. It's going to be know. awful. But that, I mean, of course, he could just be friends with Zachary Levi and that could not have yeah, any. I think it's things, just friends. But, Dude, like, like you said, if he's scrapping Cavill, like he's scrapping everybody. Right, right. You know? But the only thing that could be brought up with the potential with that is the fact, like, he, you know, when it showed Superman. In Shazam, it never showed his face. So that has those possibilities where it could be adapted. So we we don't know. So we'll see what goes on with that. Um, So also another piece of news that we got is apparently Green Lantern series on HBO is going to be adapted into a movie. Such a W decision. I mean, that's W, right? Right. You know, he's one of the big six. Yes. And it's awesome seeing him flesh out the characters in their Mm -hmm. own solo projects. For sure. You see the comment, like, uh, they're like, are you bringing back Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern? He's like, nah, that's not a priority. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, I mean, yes, we want a Green Lantern story. I don't know if it's going to be centered on Jon Stewart or if it's going to be centered on um, Hal Jordan. I don't yeah, know which one they're going to Hopefully Hal Jordan. I hope Hal Jordan because they, he's the original. Yeah, they got to go with that. I hope I they go like. with the original first. And then if they want to bring in, of course, um, later, they could do that. Um, with John Stewart, but we'll see. I hope they'd go with Jordan first and uh, continue with there. But that's a W decision as well. So W W. Another uh, lost my voice. <laughs> Another yeah, piece bro. of news is Ben Affleck is going to direct maybe a possible DC project. In the future. All right. So I mean, he's For a talented director. What, so. Wasn't he the one slated <laughs> to direct the uh, the Deadpool? I mean, uh, the what's the dude's face? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah, right. Wasn't he going to direct that? I think so. With Joe, gonna, what's his face? I think so. I think um, he was going to do something with that. Apparently, so. what I hear from Affleck, like he's a you know he's a decent director. He is. He I'm is a decent director. Not um, too much of his. Obviously, stuff, they he's not going to be Batman anymore, so they want to include him in other aspects and ways. So this be might be a cool way to do. I that, know. So. I mean, and if it involves Batman, I'm sure he'd have some viable insights yeah. on. You know the character, especially right. the Bruce Wayne side. But right. You know what? I think it's a good move. Yeah, I think if it is. Gun trust him, man, to direct a movie. I trust him I tr- for now, anyway. Unless it all bombs. Yeah. Unless, and, and then we'll riot. And, and then we'll, we'll riot. go out in the streets. And right? then I will take over DC. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. Next up, MCU news wise, just one piece a day, and um, it's centered around Austin Butler, former you know who played Elvis this past year, did an amazing yeah. job. He's an Oscar contender this year. Um, he is, it's rumored that he is really fighting for the position to p- try and play human torch, Johnny storm in fantastic four. He would kill it. I, he's a good actor, but is he Johnny storm? That's my thing. I mean, he's got the look, but at the same time though, can he do but it? We've only seen him in Elvis. So, right. Well, you know? I've seen him in other stuff. I mean, he was a Nickelodeon, you know, he started a lot of Nickelodeon shows. So, I mean, dye his hair blonde. He can pretend to be a cocky, like a little, well, his brat. hair is naturally blonde. Is it actually, yeah. it's not Brown. No, I really think. I think he could do it, and I think that wouldn't be too bad of a cast. I'm yeah. surprised that they haven't cast somebody already. I know, I'm surprised they have not you know. announced the cast. I mean, it's it's coming soon, so like, we'll see. Maybe they already have somebody who's like, yeah, mm. give me their spot. I don't know. We'll see. I but Austin Butler, I mean, he he's a W actor, so I'd love to see him. I mean, uh, yeah. He's definitely possibly going to win the Oscar next year, so we'll you see. You think so? I, it'll be him and Brendan Fraser for sure, so mm. we'll see what goes on with All that. Right. All right, so that concludes the MCU and DC news that we had today. So that brings us to our 2022 movies we've reviewed and ranked. Uh, We got nine movies we're doing. Um, We're going to obviously go from nine to one and review them. Obviously, we've had some bad movies. We've had some good movies. Mm. So we're going to review them. So would you like to go first or you want Uh, me to go first? I'll do it. Number number nine, we're coming in with the worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And I kid you not, not Mm. only it is 
the worst movie in Marvel, but like generally one of the worst I've ever seen. Like, yeah, I kid you not. It's Thor, Love and Thunder, number nine. None of the characters are to themselves. They butcher literally um, Christian Bale's character. They waste yeah. all of his potential. They they ruin Thor's character. Jane is okay, decent. The plot is terrible. The CGI is terrible. The humor is terrible. I will not rewatch this. This movie's trash. Number nine for a reason. You put number nine is Thor: Love and Thunder. That's actually yeah. shocking to me. Like, they're just not true to the characters oh, as I, I think with number eight, maybe. Okay, all right, I'll leave you it know? there and I'll talk about it a little bit more in depth. But my number nine is Morbius. Uh, I mean, it, it made more billion dollars. Uh, Obviously, more billion, it should be number one. It should be. No, all, all jokes world. aside, this movie is absolute dog water. This is a trash <laughs> movie. I mean, from the dialogue, from the plot, from the everything. It does not have a redeemable quality. The reason that it is number nine and not compared to my number eight is because of the end credit scene and the piece of dialogue. I think this has something to do with Spider-Man, <laughs> and I think we should get another team. That piece of dialogue is probably, arguably, not arguably, probably the worst piece of dialogue I've ever heard. Yeah, um, it's In a movie, bad. it's horrible. You know, Michael Keaton wasn't even there. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. And when you have a character go, you wouldn't want to see me when I'm hungry, it makes me yeah. turn, it turns me off. And whereas yeah. Thor, Love, and Thunder... It actually has a couple good scenes, yeah. And this one does not, so mm. I have it. In my yeah, mind. listen, man, that's a good point. That's uh, so number eight. It's it's Morbius. Uh, oh. these these two, I'll see. You know, uh, says it is bottom two. The only reason this is not number nine is because of the famous line, "It's Morbin time," and that might <laughs> Dude, be the sure. only redeemable quality, <laughs> right, about this movie. While I've seen it twice now, I've regretted it. Both times, I feel like you're putting it number eight because of the meme potential of Morbius. Yeah, the, honestly, I, like, honestly, like. <laughs> like it, I just felt like Morbius was more Morbius than Thor was Thor. <laughs> yeah, like and really and fair. like Gore the God That's Butcher fair. was Gore the God Butcher. While Thor is probably a better constructed movie, mm-hmm. I feel like they just screwed up with the characters more okay. than Morbius did. Whereas Morbius like really didn't do anything. Everything is really right. dark. There's a lot of dumb CGI fights. Um the plot is really simple. Um Matt Smith, who's an amazing actor, his his role is so weird and mm-hmm. the ending is so predictable. Like I said, the dialogue is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yo, the dude the homie who read this movie as I don't know this has to be the most generic superhero movie I've ever seen in my life bad. Like, it's just terrible so yeah. it sits at number 8 for a reason so alright for uh, my number 8 like we talking about Thor Love and Thunder you know I agree with everything you said it's a horrible movie but I do think Morbius is a step down I mean the only reason that this is not is because of Christian Bale right yeah Christian Bale was amazing in every part I just wish he would have killed some people like he's a god know, butcher for man. a reason he should have killed some people also PG. another reason it's number 8 not number 9 is because of the black and white scene that was a great scene, and it actually was a good scene of the movie, and it was yeah. the only good scene of the movie, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and it was just cool. You know, they completely dumbed down Thor's character. They made him horrible, and it was a laughing stock. I do not trust Taika Waititi anymore, and yeah. that's unfortunate because he Facts. did such a great job with Thor Ragnarok. Facts. So it's just it's really crazy how this movie could have potentially been a really, really good movie yeah. if written and directed better. But it just did not turn mm. out that way, so that's why it's number eight. I, I respect it, man. We're going number seven which I consider to be the worst movie in the Harry Potter franchise. Really? Yeah. And that's Fantastic Beasts, Tickets of Dumbledore. And you changed your mind on that. I did. I did. And that, and, that, and that was like within the last month as I've been rethinking it. But he, here's the main thing, man. The literal title of the movie, Secrets of Dumbledore, mm-hmm. that's not even the main plot of the movie. Right. 
the, the movie in screen time spends about six or seven minutes. Like literally, it's on, it's sub ten on the secret of Dumbledore. Right, and like they they built it up like it was some big thing, and then it wasn't. And then they turned all the attention on the smaller minor characters. Mm-hmm. Like the direction of the Fantastic Beasts is terrible right now. Right, the movie as a whole, yeah, it had some decent acting performances. It some shouldn't good even CGI. have anything to do with the Fantastic. But Beast, the plot was so bad. The plot was terrible, man. With the with the whole animal and. Mamox and killing it, bringing it up, and that choose a leader. Like it, it just it was not believable, man. And they should have stuck with their main characters, dude. Mm. But they didn't. They strayed from the truth, okay. and they paid the price. Okay. So this is at number seven. Okay. Coming at number seven for me, I have DC League of Super Pets. Um, this movie just it it was fun for what it was, but at the same time, it ultimately is not that great. I mean, it has some redeemable qualities. For example, um, Kevin Hart as uh, Ace the Bat Hound was the best part of the movie. So funny. It was great. And then I think Dwayne Johnson did a great job as Crypto, honestly, better than he did Black Adam. But Oof. honestly, ah. this movie just did not, was not that great in retrospective yeah. of the ult of the other movies comparatively. So I have it number seven. All right. Uh, number six, I'm going, speaking of Dwayne Johnson, Black Adam. Mm. Uh, speaking of generic superhero movies, this is like. Just barely a notch above Morbius, I feel like. The <laughs> wow. Better action scenes, better CGI, um, better acting performances. But like, you know, we said in our other podcasts, the the zombie plot, the son mm. and the, the mother subplot, the, the villain, man. It, it just was so unbelievable. Mm. The plot was bad. The dialogue, I think, out of all these movies was the worst. I think Black Adam had the worst dialogue for the whole movie. Right. Um, it's not something I would rewatch. Um, and I'm glad that it's part of the DCEU and not the DC Studios. So, All right. That's why it's there. Coming at number six, I also have Black Adam, um, <laughs> but not for the reasons that you have it. I personally had a good time watching this movie, and I will not forget that. No, I agree. It's not that great of a movie, and it has a lot of downfalls, and it's, it has a lot of subplots, like you said, that's not as good, but it will never take away from the fact that I had a good, entertaining time watching this movie. Yeah. It was fun. You know, Dr. Fate was amazing. Hawkman was amazing. Black Adam, to an extent, has some great parts. And the action was phenomenal. I enjoyed all those things. And, of course, the end credit scene did not go anywhere. And <laughs> it was very unfortunate. But I enjoyed seeing him back for the last time yeah. and kind of getting at least a final goodbye to him. And it's it's really unfortunate, you know, that it would be this way because I, I, I had hope that it would be better. But at the same time, I did have a good time watching this movie. So I have it at six. All right. I, dude, I respect you. Um, let's see. Number five. My number five. We're going League of Super Pets. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I obviously would like this movie a lot more if I was a kid. You know, yeah, it's always right. towards him. Even though the, the comic characters, you know, it's dealing with the adults will recognize. Um, right. I did like the acting performances. Like you said, I think these guys like brought their a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the plot. It was silly. It was funny. It had some heartwarming moments, but as far as animation goes, like it, it wasn't anything special, you know, like right. a movies like the bad guys, like blew this film, you know, out of the water this year, as far as animation goes. So right. while it's like a nice little flick, you know, primarily for children, it's not anything special. So that's why I have a number five. Okay. All right, I respect that. Coming in, my number five, I have Fantastic Beast Secrets of Dumbledore. Now, I get everything that you said, but it will not change the fact that when I walked out of the theater and I, we were talking, I had a good time watching this movie. Yeah. It will never change that fact. Like, you know, yeah, it's not the best plot. It should have had more of a focus on Dumbledore. Should have just stripped away the Fantastic Beast title. Shouldn't have anything to do with Fantastic Beast. However, I had a good time watching this movie. It was fun. It was entertaining. You know, of course, Jacob was the best. I mean, <laughs> you had Dumbledore, and yeah. I think Jude Law 
you know, plays a great Dumbledore. Mm. And uh, Maz Mickelson, honestly, I think he played a great Grindelwald. And yeah. all these factors, yes, it was not that great of a movie, but I still personally think it's the best Fantastic Beast movie. Oh, Mostly wow. because I don't like either of the first two anyway. <laughs> I really don't either. <laughs> but I, I personally like this one better, and I had an entertaining time watching it, so that's not my number five. All right. Number four, and it really pains me to say this because I'm not a big fan of this movie, but I have to put it at number four. It's Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I mean, I feel like our list is going to be pretty similar from here on out. Mm-hmm. A waste of potential, um, some great performances. Um, the comics we wonder um, what this movie could have been with a different director. I know. With bigger know. ideas and, you know, Sam Raimi. Uh, like I said, I don't think this movie is a. Well, it had original director. It's a bad movie. I think it's. No, yeah, Scott Dickerson, I think, would have yes. been a lot better. Um, you can see still some of those tiny horror elements, right? But as far as MCU movies go, it's about middle of the pact, mm-hmm. it's nothing special, but it's right. not bad, right? No, I agree, and that's why number four for me is also Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Same thing you said, like it had so much potential, so much potential, it should have really went into the multiverse more so than it did. And honestly, it's this high because of Scarlet Witch. She carried this movie. And yeah, she was she did. a great villain. She was a great character, and it was phenomenal to see her in this movie. But other than that, they did not do well with Doctor Strange as the no. character, and they didn't do well with a lot of other aspects. I didn't enjoy the America Chavez plot oh, and a lot of this yeah. other stuff. This was unfortunate. But the Illuminati cameo and the Illuminati scenes were cool, mm. and I enjoyed those parts. And like you said, it's about the middle of a pack MCU, so not a horrible movie. Yeah. But at the same time, it should have been better than what it was. I, oh, exactly. I agree, man. Yeah. That brings us to number top three. three. Top, right, three top three. Yeah. <sighs> top three. I think we know what our one, two, three is. Three, yes, obviously. What kind of forever? What can I say? It's a top ten MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the themes. Right, you got themes of family, of grief, of loss, of revenge, of forgiveness. Those are great themes. They really do a good job expanding on the characters. Mm-hmm. Despite everything that happened, they made a terrible situation good. Ryan Coogler, bro, just put him over everything. Like yeah, I say, please. Um, there's not too much terribly wrong with this film. It's a good Marvel movie. So number three, number three. I also have Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Phenomenal movie. I had a great time watching this, and. I, you know, like you said, I feel like we both were going back and forth between this one being two and three. Yeah. And the reason I came with it at three is just because of how much heart two had compared to this one and how much difference and how much of a spectacle two was that we'll talk about. Yeah. And this movie was phenomenal. Great villain. And I love this movie. Nothing bad to say about it. Um, and I can't wait to see more of Letitia Wright in the future of the MCU right. as well. That brings us to number two in the movie we just watched recently, mm-hmm. and that's Avatar Way of Water. Uh, this movie is a very good movie. The the, the CGI special effects, it, it's amazing. It, it, mm. it shows you just what money and time, you know, will get you. Right. Uh, they really flesh out the characters well, despite bringing in a lot of them. Sure, there's a couple like little subplots I'm not a huge fan of, and kind of a couple things that don't make sense, but they really expand on these characters well, on this world well, and it sets up a nice future, you know, for this Pandora world. So, yeah, I like it. Number two. And that brings me, I have also uh, my number two, Avatar The Way of Water. It's a great movie. What can we say? Obviously, you wasn't a huge fan of the first Avatar, right? Yeah, I'm not. I enjoy the first Avatar. I would say the first Avatar is probably like an eight out of ten. I really like it. Really? I really like it. I'm giving that like a 5.5. No, that's way low. That's low, CGI is good, but the plot is nothing special, man. it's not not be nothing special, but it was good. It's like, too it's long for too entertaining long. Entertaining movie, and I enjoyed it. I love the first Avatar, but this one really upped the stakes with it. And I think it's a great movie. I think you know everything from the family uh, oriented plot to 
the villain to the, everything about it was just a really good spectacle of the movie. So I have it number two. That brings us to number one. And it's pretty clear what it is, man. It's Matt Reeves. It's Robert Pattinson. It's Barry Keegan. It's Paul Dano. It's Colin Farrell. You know what it is? It's the Batman, the man. Batman. It's pretty obvious, dude. I love this style. This mm-hmm. this thriller, this dark style. Showing Gotham for what it truly is. These cast, these characters, bro, they kill it. Comic accurate. But sure, you know, there's always going to be something you don't like. It's a little slow in the third act, you right. know. Some people didn't like the take on Bruce Wayne, but maybe that's them. But this movie is a very good superhero movie. Right, it is. And I'm excited for the future after watching it. I completely agree. And that's why my number one, The Batman as well, has those seven vibes as... It's a phenomenal oh, so, movie. So it's you know it's two hours and fifty five minutes, but it doesn't feel like that way in most senses. Yeah, you know you have Zoe Kravis who killed his Catwoman, Colin Farrell. Oh, Penguin. Yeah. I mean all different aspects. of This movie were phenomenal. Paul Dano's Riddler. I mean, and just Robert Pattinson's interpretation of Batman is probably the best interpretation we've seen, honestly. Mm. And it was so good. Just needs work on the Bruce Wayne, but I think that'll be developed in a sequel. Yeah. Um. But like you said, nothing bad to say about this movie. It's really one of the best superhero movies of all time. Definitely top 10 superhero movies in general. Such a good movie. I would watch it a million times over. I love <laughs> this movie. the time. The Batman. <laughs> All right, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Our podcast, Here's in the Moment, is available on all major podcast platforms. So check us out. Speaking of, our last episode was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the trailer breakdown. So check it out. It's crazy. Got a lot going on. So we're going to break it down for you. If you want to stay up to date with all of our news, our announcements, our updates, check out our socials. We've got an Instagram. Here's in the moment and a TikTok. Here's in the moment with an extra T. And we just want to thank you all for listening. And we hope you have an amazing new year. And we love you 2000.